0: Hello and welcome to a very special edition of Go Forth and Golf. I am Steve Goforth, PGA professional at Willow Creek Golf Club. It's the 2020 Masters Preview Edition. Really excited about bringing this to you today. And I hope that you will enjoy the information I'm gonna give you, give you a little bit of my predictions, and just so happy it's Masters week. It's a little sense of normalcy. Watching the Masters, even though it's at a different time of the year, it's the 84th Masters. Of course, we pushed it back to November from the traditional April setting due to the COVID pandemic, and it will certainly bring about a different scenery from the blooming azaleas that we're used to seeing every year. Word is the club nursery team has decided to implement some other plants like Nandina's, Pampas, Camellia. And other plants that will enhance that feeling of fall around the grounds of Augusta National. And if you've seen some of the pictures that are out there on social media, uh, you can see the fantastic pictures that have been posted with the changing of the leaves. And you see the course in the background. absolutely stunning and beautiful. I was really looking forward to going down there and experiencing that. Because as I mentioned in a previous podcast... Could this ever happen again? Maybe not. This tournament may not ever be played in the month of November again. And I guess to a certain degree, we we really don't want it to, right? Because if it is, something must be going wrong again. And we certainly don't want to be in another pandemic. So we would love to see it back in the traditional April time slot. But man, it would have been really cool to experience the Augusta National in the month of November. Let's talk a little bit about the course conditions and what is being predicted right now. It's being reported that the tournament officials indicated the height of the fairways and the green speeds are going to be really similar, very close to what the players are used to in the month of April. The fairways may seem a little bit different to them because that ryegrass has not grown in fully as it would be in April. So you're going to have a little bit of the Bermuda coming into play in the fairways. But other than that, it's going to be really, really similar. Certainly looks the same as we've seen in some of these pictures that have been out there so far. Another thing that's going to seem really strange is since the patrons are not allowed onto the grounds, there are going to be no stands during the tournament. and That's going to look very weird for television. I've personally had the experience of playing Augusta National, and I was playing it without stands there, so I, I'm kind of used to what that looks like. It was definitely odd, but of course, when we watch Augusta National on TV, we're used to those stands being in a certain spots, so really anxious to see how that comes off on television. The course... Right now is going to play right at 7,500 yards, which is uh, long. And, of course, distance will most definitely be the theme of this year's tournament, thanks to Bryson DeChambeau, and I'm going to get into that a little bit later. As of today, 93 golfers are in the field. Sergio had to withdraw due to testing positive for COVID, and the cut line is going to be a little bit different this year. Rather than the traditional within 10 shots of the lead format, the cut line rule this year will be the top 50 and ties, so that should make things really interesting. Anxious to see how players will play coming down the stretch on the second round to see how they make that cut. So it's really going to make things interesting, changing that cut line. But let me tell you something: that the emphasis cannot be taken off the importance of hitting greens. I know that going long, hitting long distances is important, and that's kind of the theme, like I mentioned earlier. But you cannot take that importance off of hitting greens in regulation at Augusta National, as you've seen on TV. Or if you've been there in person, the greens and around the greens are very undulated. My experience in playing the course really heightened my awareness of this. Golfers must put the ball in certain places on those greens due to those undulations. And if you miss those spots, uh, you might want to put yourself in a position off of the green so that maybe it's a little bit easier for you to get up and down. If you don't do that, if you miss the green entirely in a place you shouldn't, It's going to make getting up and down really, really difficult, and you're staring bogey, if not worse, in the face. So it's so cool to watch this tournament, and I don't think everybody understands the importance of shot placement, especially in hitting those greens. Obviously, hitting the certain spots in the fairway to put you in that position is also important, and that's why it's going to be kind of interesting to see Bryson in this tournament, and where he's putting the ball, because he's going to be putting the ball in areas that people aren't used to being in, so really interesting stuff. As we know, Augusta National bookends the golf course with a very difficult first and 18th hole. So you've got to start out strong. It's very, very important to a golfer to establish a good groove and a good mindset after that first hole. How many times have we seen a golfer tee off on number one, start out with bogey or double, and then it just really sets a negative pace for the rest of the round? Sometimes they're able to recover a little bit. But very rarely do they recover fully if they start out really, really bad on that first hole. So Augusta has done a wonderful job of making golfers earn it on that first hole. And, of course, coming into the famous 18, extremely difficult hole. If you're in the position to win the tournament, you've got to play your best to finish out that round. Wonderful, wonderful bookends, first and 18th there at Augusta National. Of course, the par fives have always proven to be very manageable, and eagles and birdies can most definitely be made on those par fives. It's the difference in players setting themselves apart from the rest of the field. If you can make eagles, man, you're in great shape, and birdies really, really need to happen on those par fives. If you're walking out of those par fives with par, you can make it really difficult on yourself to be a contender at the Masters. So eagles and birdies are a must, and those par fives are always fun to watch players perform on them because – you know, it, it could make a difference in them winning the golf tournament or losing it. I cannot express enough the importance of having a good short game at Augusta National. There are certain holes where it could be best to miss the green if you don't hit the ball in that right spot like I was saying earlier because you would really have a better chance of getting up and down off the edge rather than putting the ball in a terrible spot on the green that could easily force a three-putt and God forbid four. Examples of that are hole 10. If the pin's on front or back and you're on the opposite side, that could be detrimental. And then the undulations on that green are also really, really drastic. Number 11, same thing there. Pin's in back, pin's in front, and you're in the opposite position. uh, That could be really difficult. How many times we have seen golfers bail out to the right over there, chip up, get out of there with par and go to number 12? Four and five, also really difficult. The par three, number four, that green is massive and it is very undulated. If you don't put it in the right spot there, you could be in big time trouble. And then hole number five, it has the tiered green. Last thing you want to do is put it in the bad spot there because you're getting ready to go to a very difficult par three, number six. So 10, 4, and five, those are just examples of greens that could really eat the players' lunches if they don't put the ball in the right spot. The stem of the greens should be somewhere around 13 or higher. And so being able to lag putt is crucial. A lot of golfers don't think about this or don't prepare for this enough and a lot of fans don't realize this Justin Thomas was quoted that he works a lot on improving his lag putting specifically for Augusta, so that could be a huge difference maker for golfers if they can lag putt well especially with these greens being so big in certain spots and like I mentioned earlier if you don't hit the right area of the green leave yourself with a long putt lag putting is really really important especially how fast they can be Let me touch on the predicted weather forecast for the tournament. That's very important and could affect course conditions. The temperatures will actually be really similar to what the players can expect to see in April. It will be a little unseasonably warm this time of year. I think a lot of people, myself included, were expecting much cooler temperatures since it was taking place in November. I remember hearing the announcement that it was going to happen in November and thinking, wow, it's going to be really cold or cool during the tournament. do I wonder how that's going to affect players. But I don't think we're going to see a lot of that. I think temperatures are going to be really, really nice. Rain is expected to hit the area during the tournament, mainly in the early parts of the rounds, uh, Thursday and Friday. And right now they're saying winds should be fairly calm. And as we know, swirling winds make Augusta National very, very difficult, but shouldn't be much of a factor based on the current forecast. Of course, forecasts are always subject to change, and we'll see. And certainly down on the treacherous number 12 where the wind's like to swirl, it could be a game changer. But we'll see what happens. The golf course is constructed with subair system under the greens. And man, that is a wonderful, wonderful system. If you've not heard of subair, if you haven't looked into what it's all about, do so. Go Google it once you're done listening to this. But it can dry them out very quickly and really get the, the greens back into normal playing condition. It's an incredible system. So I'm sure subair systems will be running at full force if it does rain to try to get those greens back to normal conditions. Let me talk about the players to watch. I'm going to give you my top 10 players to look for. I'm going to rank them from 10 all the way up to 1, 10 being less likely to win than number 1 in my list here, but I'm going to list those out here for you and see if you agree or disagree. You may have your own top 10 that you want to compare it against, but let's jump right into that. Maybe. Yes, sir! Coming in at number 10 is going to be Patrick Reed. Obviously, Patrick is a former champion. He's comfortable with the course, and he's striking the ball pretty well. We shall see what happens with his game this weekend. Don't know that he is going to be above, obviously, the picks that are going to be ahead of him that I'm going to mention which is why I've got him at number 10. I think there's some other players that need to be ranked ahead of him that is playing a little bit better right now. But number 10 is going to go to Patrick Reed. Coming in at the number nine spot, I'm going with Brooks Kepka. Brooks finished tied for second last year, and he plays well at Augusta. I think he feels comfortable with that golf course. And I know that he's looking for another big win, especially another major. He wants to silence some of those doubters out there as to him winning the Masters or winning another type of major and what better place to do that would be Augusta National. So number 9 would be Brooks Kepka. Coming in at number 8, Webb Simpson. Fantastic golfer, fantastic person, plays well under pressure. In my opinion, he plays well at Augusta traditionally. He knows how to win majors. So number eight goes to Webb Simpson. Really liking this pick. I almost wanted to put Webb a little bit higher than number eight because I I just think that you can see his name on the leaderboard going into Sunday very, very easily. So let's see what Webb does this weekend. See if he can pull out that Masters victory. Coming in at the number seven slot, Tony Finau. Tony tied for fifth last year and another player that's playing very well currently. And also again, seems to play well at Augusta. So Tony is, I think a fan favorite for a lot of people. I think everybody, a lot of people would love to see Tony win the masters again, when he walks around that golf course, when he's playing, he has that sense of calm. He has that sense of focus. And it seems to me anyway, that he doesn't let Augusta national intimidate him. And that's, huge if you want to win this golf tournament again showed a lot of poise in previous years that's tie for fifth last year can do nothing but increasing his confidence going into this year's play so again at number seven tony finow coming in for my sixth pick would be xander shoffley tied for second last year has tremendous poise and was very impressed with him when I observed his play last year when I attended the tournament. I watched him a couple of holes, and there was just something about how he played that golf course. And, of course, I watched him on, on TV as well and some of the other rounds. And just I really liked his strategy and how he played Augusta National. I think Xander could do something really good this year. And just like Tony, building off that confidence from last year, tied for second was a really good spot, and he had the potential win in that tournament last year. So definitely keep your eyes on Xander Shoffley. He comes in at number six for me in this tournament. Coming in at the fifth slot, Dustin Johnson. He tied for second last year. Obviously, the reigning FedEx Cup champion. You don't really need to say any more after that. I mean, he's playing really good golf right now. Historically, has also had success at Augusta. He is coming off the COVID diagnosis and recovering from that. How is that going to affect his game? If any, hopefully not at all. Is this the year? Is this the year that Dustin finally puts that green jacket on and can be the Masters champion? It's going to be fun to watch him. Coming into number four slot, Roy McIlroy tied for 21st last year, and as we all know, he wants this tournament bad. He is striking the ball really good right now as well. Wants to get that monkey off his back, and he wants to get that Masters victory and to complete that Grand Slam. And I can assure you, he's going to come out trying to play his very best golf, like everybody else in this field, of course but he's got that motivation. He wants this victory. In my opinion, I would be willing to say he wants it more than anybody else right now just because he's so close in the past to winning it, and uh, he's going to be fun to watch as well. So keep your eye on Rory coming in at the number four slot for me in this tournament. At number three, Justin Thomas. He tied for 12th last year, does a great job of preparing for Augusta. And really for any golf tournament, uh, as far as that goes, Justin is has a wonderful mind for the game, and he knows the pressures of winning a major. He really wants this win to solidify his legacy in the game of golf, and I expect him to come out and play really well this weekend. Coming in at the number two slot, John Rahm, another player that's playing really well right now. He finished fourth at the 2018 Masters. And he's coming off a strong showing at last month's Zozo Championship time for second. John Rahm's another one of those players, I think, that just has that demeanor about him. He has a way of handling the pressure. He knows how to perform at Augusta. He knows how to play this golf course. And I think he's wanting that major victory extremely bad. So keep your eye on John Rahm this weekend. I would not be surprised if he walked out of there as the Masters champion. And finally, the number one slot, the guy that I think's got the best chance of winning the Masters this year, to no surprise to a lot of you, Bryson DeChambeau, coming off that U.S. Open win, hitting bombs, as we all know, incredibly long and he's putting golf architects on notice, landing the ball in areas that have been previously uncharted. So Augusta National officials are going to be watching him closely as to where he puts that golf ball because they're going to see it in places they've never seen before off the tee box. He finished outside the top 20 in all three of his starts at Augusta National. It's really the only negative thing I would have to say about Bryson at this point that he just hasn't been outside the top 20 in any of his three previous starts at Augusta. But I think this is the year he gets outside that top 20 and quite possibly could be putting on that green jacket on Sunday. He's already played a practice round with Sandy Lyle, and Sandy said it was, quote, jaw-dropping how he played the golf course, how far he hit the golf ball, and where he landed his tee shot. So it's going to be fun to watch him. However, keeping the ball in play is very important at Augusta National. Hitting the long ball is wonderful. Hitting those bombs are great. But if you're not in play, especially at this course, it will cost you some strokes. I hope he does well. He is my favorite. He's my pick this year to win at Augusta. However, all those other nine guys I mentioned, they have a good chance as well. I really have a good feeling that one of these 10 guys that I've mentioned will walk out of Augusta National as the 2020 champion. You notice I do not have Tiger on my list, not because I don't want to. If you know who I am, you know that I'm a Tiger fan. I always have been. We're the same age. I grew up hearing his name in junior circuits. I'm just a huge fan of Tiger. Always have been, always will be. He's struggling as of late, clearly. Uh, He missed the cut at the U.S. Open. That concerns me. And also, no fans at the course this weekend really grabs my attention because I feel like he feeds off the energy of the crowd. I feel like that's something that's made Tiger who he is. He's fed off the crowd all these years, his entire career he really gets that energy from him. And No matter what he says, I just feel like it does make a difference with him. He would love to have those fans there cheering. Hearing the Tiger roars I think make a big difference. So I don't know if he can overcome that or not. I hope he does. I hope he wins. I'm going to be rooting for him big time to win this tournament. Love to see it. I just don't think it's his year. And I'll even go on records and say I, I wouldn't be surprised if he just barely made the cut this year. Again, I hope that's not the case but it would not surprise me. We'll see. We'll see what happens. So that is my preview for the Masters. Those are my predictions as to who I think you need to keep your eye on in this tournament. I hope you enjoy this tournament. Watch my top 10 guys and see how they play out. And... There's no better time of the year in golf than Masters Week, so enjoy it. Take it in and enjoy this new setting in the month of November and uh, enjoy the beauties of Augusta National that you'll see on television. Unfortunately, since we can't make it to the tournament to enjoy those wonderful egg salad and pimento cheese sandwiches, I've got news for you. You can come to Willow Creek to get a little sample and a little taste of of Augusta National. We'll be serving our traditional egg salad sandwiches and pimento cheese sandwiches in our grill. Stop by to pick one up. Eat it there in the grill. And watch the tournament with us. Take them home and watch them on all those screens you'll have set up in your house. Whatever the case may be, we are hooking you up with a little bit of a taste of the Masters. You don't want to miss out on that. Come see us. We'll be selling sandwiches until supplies last and hopefully that will make us all the way through the weekend so you can come out and enjoy those. Doing the bull dance, feeling the flow, working it, working it. I hope you enjoyed this special episode of Go Forth and Golf, the 2020 Masters preview and predictions. Again, have fun, enjoy the tournament, and remember, together, let's go forth to a better golf game. You've been listening to the Go Forth and Golf podcast. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast wherever you're listening to receive alerts on new episodes. For more information, please follow us on social media at Go Forth Golf Instruction or visit our website at goforthgolfinstruction.com. Remember, together, let's go forth to a better golf game.